Hey guys, I hope you're all doing well. Welcome back to That's Good Oro TGO podcast. If you're a new listener, welcome to the podcast. So, it was my birthday last week on the 12th, and turning a year older literally made me think about um, how important it is to do something that makes you happy. Maybe something that just takes you away from your daily routine or something that just encourages you to take a break and regroup is really important um especially if you work really hard and you do maybe like a monday to friday and you only have the the weekend so it's very important to take a break and just regroup um i don't know but i think it's really it's i don't know it's very rewarding to take a break and just have some fun you know just have some fun especially if you're really serious um for those that you know are not the fun type you could just take a break with a purpose it could be something that just benefits you or creating your own business or just creating something just takes you away and just doing something for yourself anyways this week's episode is a continuation from episode six and seven a conversation with Benice and Catherine so this is the third and final part um so yeah don't forget to subscribe to TGO podcast and follow me on social media enjoy the episode literally what it was for me and it was a lot of healing do you, you guys I didn't have any like physical fight fight no no i'm not that type of person why do you, but why yes. do you ask that is is it because you've had like a relationship what that has no been do you know why because physical like no because people me yes we, we spoke about that earlier but like you know when you said that you'd been through um abuse and stuff like that oh yeah before. yeah but so when when, yeah, when i said when i said altercation that's why i said oh did you guys have an altercation oh, no, but it is yeah it's, it's an altercation but just not that uh, slap me and i as from where i stood i said to him if your hand touched my body ah well i tell you you're not going to believe what i would do you what i'm trying to say is when he was trying to slap me i said to him to god be the glory if your hand touched me mm. you won't believe what i did to you because i believe that that day would have been the last day on earth for him because i'm one person yeah like i said i'm very 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 big on domestic violence yeah any kind of abuse you got me there because i will not i, I don't stand for it yeah but the thing is many a times when we're getting abused you don't even realize it mm-hmm. but domestic abuse sometimes people tie it to being physically abused mm-hmm. but that's not yeah it. because it can be emotional like yes, you said sexual abuse so that's why i said i was actually i feel like i, was I think domestic is the umbrella that they use mm. to yeah when, the, close, when it's close people yes yeah. from family because when it comes to abuse I yeah. said to him, I said, I'm not going to be a woman yeah. that a man will physically abuse. Mm. But the funny thing is, I have been, I would say I've been in a relationship that was domestic, it was a domestic abuse because mm. if you're with a man that doesn't care about your um, health, or would I say, yeah, a man that, well-being. No, even, I'm talking about your normal health, oh, like physical health. sexual health, for instance. Yeah. Mm. If a man comes and he sleeps with yeah, so many women, yeah, and then he comes and sleeps on, with you, yeah. Then he, there's a chance of him getting infected, mm-hmm. right? So what he's doing is he's abusing yep. you, 
Mm. Because he could infect yeah. you and kill you in a process. That man is the worst of all. That's true. We do. I guess we normalize certain things, and then when it when it's like a real traumatic event, that's when yeah. we take it seriously. Yeah. So like the little things, like the arguing and stuff. People say, "Oh yeah, couples argue all the yeah. time," yeah. as if it's normal. Mm. Like, yeah, you could be mentally and emotionally abusing. It's something. so dra- it's it's draining. I yeah. I think arguing is draining, it and is. The, for a person like me who thinks a lot mm. literally arguing can flip my i can spend a whole weekend yeah. just silent because of an argument oh, mm. it, it's so draining i'm someone that if you're pissing me off or maybe you're trying to talk to me like you're, you're arguing with me and stuff i would be saying things that are logical up to a point mm. and when i'm getting to that point you break no, I'm getting to that point where you've started saying things that doesn't have anything to do with your argument. Mm. And maybe you're trying to not touch on me. Mm. And the minute you touch me and I feel that you've mm. touched me, mm. <laughs> oh hell. you've dug a grave because <laughs> you're about to get buried. <laughs> because my mouth is not good. Everybody knows this. And the thing is, when I'm telling you things about, when I want to curse you out, I don't curse you about irrelevant stuff. I tell you things that really relate to you. Mm. And that <laughs> one is Yeah. So pierce your heart. That's my you point. Cut so the dick. minute you try and cut me a little, mm. I will make sure I get blood. See, I, I just, I, right? like, that's I try me. to stay away from that person. That's why. No, no I, I, it, I it was almost like because I had tolerated so much abuse for so long. But, then I tried to. But remember what we off. spoke about prior mm-hmm. prior to recording. We were talking about how girls can be evil. Yes, I'm aware th- what I can do. And you know what? <laughs> if I start opening that can up, yeah. you are not surviving. Yes, that's the reason why I said because because stay I, away from yeah. quarrels and arguments. I like peace so much. Yeah, mm-hmm. but if you touch me. Because if we're talking about, let me, for instance, if we're talking about um, sex, mm. for instance, and we're saying, like, relationship-wise, um, someone is saying to me, I don't want to have premarital sex. And I'm saying to them, oh, but sex is good, though. It's nice, it's sweet, and whatever, whatever. And then like, but I have reasons why. Mm. Your reasons are valid. I need to acknowledge mm. that, mm. right? But then if I'm not trying to tell you, or trying to force my opinion down mm. your throat, because I'm yeah, having premarital that's, sex. That's being yeah. disrespectful. Now, we now get to a point, you're not like, maybe because nobody likes you, or nobody wants mm. you, mm. or no, I don't think anybody wants to have sex with you, you, Listen, have, you, you have, have a little people, bit of a bio, mm. and maybe I'm someone that's yeah. dealt with bio in the mm. past, and maybe been able to overcome it, you've touched me. People say these things Do you know what I'm going to do to you at that point? Hey, <laughs> I won't beat you, I won't touch you, I will tell you something about yourself that you don't know that I know. Because See, I'm that's, one of these yeah. girls that sits around watch you observe and i've gotten things about you you don't believe like you do little things to you it's just normal we little all things. yeah we all I'm have connecting that side of us with something so else. you see that thing that i was uh, i was telling Catherine earlier like there's nothing someone can tell you that you don't know about yourself. so i live with that there's nothing someone's gonna tell me about me that i've not even checked or even mm. told myself off like ew like like nothing yeah. so yes. when it, anyone comes to me and tries to find a fight with me i'm like you don't want this other evil person to come it's into come this up. argument yeah. please stay away from me because i'm trying to hold that because mm. i know it's within me mm. yeah. okay hold that in because when it comes up but they're gonna yeah, have need prayers. Person, I will make sure that the person for a whole week the person can't speak. Because I'm trying to break your soul. Hey, Literally, I'm me. trying to break your, your soul. soul. Oh, I'm not doing physical. I'm not breaking. I'm trying to. I'm, I'm trying to make. I'm not no. I have that side of me where it's like I feel like when you violate me, yes, I can be mean, but like 
You forget me. I'm trying to make I'm, I'm you will never forget me. Yes. That's like I'm like. I hate that way. Yeah. And and you know what? Scared me because I was thinking. But you know what? But you know what? Even before I get there. I know, but even before I get there, I'm telling you, like, I'll be like Catherine. Let's not go there. Mm. I'll be because I, I can hear you. myself like getting heated. I'm like, I won't tell you, hey, my ear will be ringing. Yeah, my head will be feeling big because at that point, I want to say something. And if I hold it in, hold mm. it in, and then I'll just say it. I will not warn you. Mm. I won't tell you, oh, don't go there. Don't tell I won't, me, tell you that. Nah, mate, keep pushing so that I can tell you about yourself. I've been itching to tell you for so long, and I'm gonna tell you. No, today. I warn people. No, I don't warn you. Sorry, because you should already know that when you trigger me. I will tell you, but and the thing is, I don't lie in the process. I will never tell you anything that I am saying to the process, or just to hurt you. No, I'm telling you something that I, because of your feelings, I didn't tell you. Mm. Yeah, I'll start telling I'm you. I'm trying to. Hey. <laughs> Listen, and that's what I know for certain. Like that's what I like relationships that you communicate, mm. regardless of how that person will feel about it. Tell I, yeah, them. tell and them. That's why. That's why I'm very happy with who I'm with. That's good. I'm, because I'm no happy matter for how you. I'm going to take it, he would tell me that babe, this thing you did, nah. Mm. The same way I'm telling nah, this thing you did, mm, 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 mm. and then he'd be like, why don't you take my side? I said, but do you want me to take your side? Do you want me to tell you the truth? Then he'd be like, I will tell me the truth. I said, exactly. He might not. It's it's hard to swallow, but when you look at it from another angle, it's like yeah. I, I mean, I mean, it's some people can't handle the truth, which is true. Okay. Then They're not. I know. I know. I know. But I'm just saying. Some people can't. Are not. They start realizing certain things, especially when it was someone who's consist consistently going to be like, "Listen, I don't like that." Mm. Pulling out things that they do. Listen, I don't like that. You did that wrong or whatever. Sometimes delivery is important. If yeah. you want someone to receive your message, delivery is important. Yeah. No. For certain. But <laughs> imagine somebody came to you with a scenario, mm. and it was obvious in that scenario that that person was just being mean mm. and it's, the person asks you so was i mean what would you say i would say you were mean exactly but then if you're saying that to no the no person, no i meant i suppose i meant like if you're in a relationship but if someone came and told me I'm a scenario in a relationship i'm not talking about just anybody okay. your relationship your, your boyfriend yeah your sister oh no i'm not friend. afraid to tell someone exactly. listen you, you were the one outside, in the room like in my office for instance if my manager was asking me questions like, so what do you think about it? I'll tell him what I think, mm. but I would have to be diplomatic about it because mm. it's the workplace. Mm. And no matter how blunt you want to be, certain it's not received the it. same way. That's it. Mm. They can't take it. And it will get to a point where you now start being called in for query and stuff because you spoke to your manager a particular way. Mm. But that's just what it is. Um, but I just feel like a lot of relationships these days, people don't realize how much abuse is going on. No, that's true. People don't realize how much abuse is going on. And sometimes they it's just mirror behavior. It's just something that they are so used to doing and no one ever pulled them up on it. They're mm-hmm. just cons- consistently doing that. And it's like, okay, well, it doesn't I, seem that bad. I feel, I think, I, I'm thinking different. What are you thinking? I'm thinking that an actual abuser knows that they're abusing you and they're doing it on purpose but then people learn things i've learned this okay people learn things for instance if you're a child and you have a parent who has been abused or was abuser and you you knew that was wrong when you get in a situation as an adult 
you tend to mirror or mimic these behaviors when you get in a situation so to you you know it's wrong that after mm. after the argument you'll know you'll be like oh shit how why would i say that why did i even get to that point where i'm saying such things but it's because it's something that you're so used to it's something I that you're so used to <laughs> do you get yeah, what i mean so yeah. you don't even feel like or in that moment you feel like oh this is normal behavior well um sorry i'm just saying i'm saying this because of the i've, I've been through domestic abuse training mm. and they say that if um, that people that were in an abusive relationship or would i say children of people that like victims mm. if you were in that situation you they either they go different routes so like many of them would actually become that way yes from learned behavior while mm. some of them will run really far away from it so i feel like a lot of people have the tendency to be abusive mm. because of learned behavior yes mm. but i feel like the 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 way abuse works or would i say domestic abuse works it's it's designed to break the person mm-hmm. right and it's 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 plan it's a planned thing or would i say the person plans it mm. they gradually gradually get you to mm. that point mm. And you would sometimes the signs are there, but we just don't see mm. it. Some of them would buy you into that relationship, so they would buy mm. you gifts mm. and make you so happy. And you'd be like, Oh my god, this is too good to be true! It is actually too good to be true because mm. it's not true, mm. right? And then eventually, they start well, isolating you, yeah, because it's very important that you're on your own when they're doing this to you. I don't mm. know, can you back yeah. up a bit? It's very important yeah. that they isolate you mm. because when they're inflicting pain on you, if people around you see it, they'll mm. be able to pull you out. Yeah, or you'll oh. be very. I'm just thinking of people that I know and my mom as well. Just like what the vulnerability is an attraction for somebody yeah. who does have narcissistic traits. Yeah. So like, there's a deep psychology around like perpetrators. <laughs> just your DNA alone, your the makeup of who you are as a person, the type of upbringing that you had, the experiences you went through, they shape this abusive yeah, personality or yeah. nature, narcissistic. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know if you've seen these terms being used a lot more now mm. because people are starting to identify what if you give something a name, yeah. it can relate. Yeah. So if you say this is what a narcissistic person is. Yeah. Then now they're like, oh, but then, I know but then, someone like that. Yeah. Then you'll be like, oh, okay, that's the, oh, so my ex was, he was a narcissist. So it's almost like as if it's this label, this foreign thing, like it's a character. Meanwhile, we don't actually realize that little behaviors, like you said, learned behaviors can be toxic and you can, you can, you can display narcissistic traits along the way. It's just that whatever happens to you in your life whatever shapes the way you think it grows worse and worse if you are unaware even you could be aware but you mm. think it's normal mm-hmm. um because you're operating from a place of either bitterness anger rage you know what i mean so like there's different different well, then, reasons behind um, that. the backbone or would i say the thing that foils abuse domestic abuse is control mm. Um, 
for somebody to become like it's one thing for you to say someone just he abused you several times like psychologically mm-hmm. sometimes we abuse people psychologically mm-hmm. without knowing yeah without knowing that, yeah. Is, that is on one end yeah but an actual domestic abuser a perpetrator mm. he be he, he feeds up of control mm-hmm. and oh. in order for him to gain control he will first of all what? yeah break down your defenses mm-hmm. okay and for him to break them yeah, down definitely he would remove you isolate you remove yep. your support Isolation. network yep. oh. when he's removed your support network when she's removed your support yeah. network mm. then another thing they will, they will target is your independence mm-hmm. so if you're earning money the payment will be going directly to their account mm. so that you are their messy Mm. yeah right or you're paying all the bills at home so there's nothing left for you to do anything with mm-hmm. so that way you can't run away yep. so you're oh. now still dependent on them yep. to do other minor so things true. Yeah. so they feed off of you being dependent on them mm-hmm. you need to be someone that re- that need them like support yeah. imagine that other person that is blind they need a stick mm-hmm. so yeah. they want to be that stick yeah mm. now not because they want to help you but they want to push in the position where when they say sit here you, you sit, sit there. there and that's yeah. the thing when we go back to the, the the issues behind the behavior you can break it down so how that do you how do you how do you identify that this person is just having a moment where they're just abusing you and then this person's actually like a domestic abuser mm-hmm. or like a perpetrator okay like um, how can you tell the difference because we time, like you said not just time time but. action the things they do because the thing is like we all have things about us that are toxic so you can't just completely rule out the possibility of somebody being their best version of themselves just because of a couple little things you can't just go around saying this person is narcissistic that you know i mean you can't just you can't generalize but at the same time somebody's life will display to you like their patterns their the way they do things like you've got to look at their surroundings the things they do on a daily basis the mannerisms the belief systems the thoughts they have those are the things that will give you a true indication that okay i need to step away from this because this person is at a level where in which i'm not safe mm. and they can possibly hurt me or they they they, they are dangerous to be around mm. do you know what i mean so okay. it's it's hard to um, discern but it's up to you you put it in layman's terms Mm. Right, because obviously we're trying to connect with people. Mm. But from, I'm talking based on Buko, based off of training. Mm-hmm. It's not like I've experienced it. So obviously, when you're explaining it, you're talking based off of what you've seen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now I've seen people that have dealt with domestic abuse. Yeah. But I've always said, always look out for isolation. Mm-hmm. Look mm-hmm. out for it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes these people, they will be around people smiling and stuff, but you can yeah. see them. They are in the workplace. You you can tell that they don't like to go home early. They want to stay home, stay out till late because oh. they're scared of going home. Mm. But they're gonna go meet at home. They come to work. Sometimes they don't know what they're saying. They don't know what they're mm. doing. Sometimes they they're not dressed properly. Like look at them. Yeah. Mm. Look, look at them and their family. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Look at them and their family. You see their husband dressed up in very you know fancy fancy clothes, mm. and then you just see her looking all a bit off. Off, especially if like, it's someone that you knew that loved certain things do you get what i mean yeah so the, all of a sudden the person has changed the person started behaving weird start wearing mm. clothes that is not on their yeah. side yeah. Yeah. you know start to cover up their shape or start to put on weight mm. Mm. start to put on a lot of weight or lose a lot of weight mm. so these are signs of people that are either trying to please the other person so for instance the husband says he likes women that are big mm. and so she's trying to get big mm. for him or she's hiding bruises 
Yeah, mm. and then she starts to wear long sleeve. She starts to have a lot of bruises. She's always mm. coming up sick. Mm. Or she starts to lose a lot of weight. Not because yeah. you're moving from you're eating, weighing up. Not this what I'm saying. You're weighing up all these things yeah. surrounding not them. What eat. they're doing. You know. So there's a lot of things. The person's health. The person's constantly treating STDs mm. because that could be as a result of maybe the husband is not. He's not careful outside mm. not necessarily never, just a husband boyfriend yeah, boyfriend I'm whatever he's yeah. mm. not being um careful outside and then when he comes back he rapes her mm. you know so what's happened is he's, he's forcing Forcing so yeah. and, and that's the and thing is STIs. that there's so Mom. many so many signs yes because so like you you can't and it's up to you as a person to decide because based off of the person of the, knowing yeah, that person exactly and it's still hard because there's people in our families or people close to us that we know that have these toxic mannerisms and traits yeah but we just say oh that's just how they are you know yeah. what I mean? that's just how they are yeah that, not knowing that if this person doesn't deal with these issues internally this anger this jealousy rage whatever it looks like if they don't deal with it it can actually become worse that's how yeah. you become an abuse okay if you Kick me, you're a kicker. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? If you, what, what I'm trying no, to say. No, uh, but you wouldn't. You, you shouldn't you, say kicker. The, you should the, say someone. That person <laughs> kicked me. It's just simple. Yeah, but, as in, but if I continuously do it, it's a term to define. But what essentially, like you, you, you have to do is you have to weigh up what person. If you want that person close to you in your life, like you know, these are the things that are hard for most people. For example, me when I went through my relationship. It was so hard for me to really accept, I mean, to leave early mm. when I saw signs, when I saw red flags that I ignored because I didn't want to generalize the person entirely. So knowing that they went through a hard or some traumatic things in their childhood, I thought, mm, it's just because they went through that. You know what I mean? Mm. So the little red flags of abuse in terms of physical abuse and emotional abuse, that type of stuff, took a while. Because I didn't want to accept it. Do but why were you not... It's obvious that when somebody went... Okay, I won't say obvious, but it is obvious. Because I was young. Obvious. I was 17. When, if a man slaps you the first time, he will slap you the second time. But that's the thing. It's that... obvious to you. Or it's obvious but like, to most people, but it's not that obvious. But why are you not receiving that as like a negative thing and you okay. should get away from All right. that? For example, growing up in Uganda, there was, quote unquote, you beat children. You, you They call it discipline, right? Yeah, you discipline So beating kids. is a form of abuse, point blank period. That's something that most black people do but, not but, but, but like, those are kids. Now we're moving to relationship what i'm saying is even in the context of a relationship okay. the principle of beating is wrong beating itself is wrong no no, no you but you're learning so that like, now what i'm trying yeah, i want I'm you saying, to make me understand yeah yeah but what but him hear, hear what i'm saying because it's gonna come out very generalized the way that i'm explaining okay. it but essentially if i hit you i'm inflicting pain on you now the reasoning behind why I'm trying to inflict pain on you can be debatable because I can have various reasons for why I'm trying to it's inflict not, pain it's on not you. Explain, it doesn't, it doesn't excuse it. Mm. But this is what the thing. So you're, when, yeah. when it gets sorry, 
I'm just going to say this one thing. When it yeah. gets to a physical point, because obviously before they get to physical, they've already been doing it gradually. Mm. So emotionally, psychologically, and financially, before but they get to physical. But everyone's situation differs. No, I'm saying that if the thing is you won't see it. It's in t- tiny, tiny yeah, bits. Red they flags. do it small. So they start doing things. And before they get to where they physically beat you, mm. they would have said to you, obviously, and the one other thing is you can never learn your perpetrator. Mm. You think that if I do this and this, he won't beat me. If I anyway, they're hot this, and cold as well. There's a reason why he's beating me. He's punishing me because I mm. did this. I won't do this no more. The thing is, the professor will look for another reason yeah. to subdue you. It's a way of him subdue of them. But this is the thing. You. This is why I'm using this analogy to give um, context to why it shapes the thinking and the kind of like revelation that I came to. Right? Mm. Was now it's been normalized beating in our culture as a whole yeah yeah whether you're beating a child to discipline them whether you're beating them because they stole something and you're trying to teach them a lesson and you're trying to say look don't do that because there's going to be consequences later on in life that's a whole you've got different reasonings behind it in it yeah but you're never in control of the recipient and how they receive it yeah mm. so essentially when this is kind of a normalized behavior and I'm kind of swinging over to more so to the British culture where, you know, it's kind of wrong. Mm-hmm. And generally, it's not something that they, they do. They do, white people and British people do hit their children, but it's less common. It's not, it's not, common. It's not blatantly Yeah, out. it's less common yeah. than where we come from. So now I've grown with that, yeah? But bear in mind, I've not been beaten much. Because... Okay. In I think that's where I want you to want yeah. you to relate it to a relationship. Cause so that's thing- where I'm going. I'm going down to my history because for you to for you, it's obvious that if a man slaps you, that's wrong. Point blank, period. It shouldn't happen, and you know that he'll do it again. And you you know your thinking is more because I'm seeing advanced. more on a physical exactly. Way. But when it's, we're looking at the little little ones, that's them. That's um, what's it called? psychological one and the emotional one when they're preying on your insecurities because a man knows and i say man people know they see someone and they can see your vulnerability and they can see that you're vulnerable about maybe self-esteem yeah and will use that to bring Bring you even lower lower because the only way they can put you in a cage is if you feel like you're but that's without them you're nothing but that's Mm. that's that's a sign that control was missing at some point in their life right now it looks control basically what i'm trying to say is something may have happened in their life the man the the perpetrator's life yeah in the perpetrator's life most likely abused by someone who was more powerful a lot of perpetrators either have been recipients of abuse themselves or there's been something to trigger that way of thinking or something they've yeah they've seen they've experienced yeah yeah so what i'm trying to say essentially is getting beaten in the context of back home in Uganda mm-hmm. is not the same. However, the reason for me why it was easy for me to quote unquote overlook it, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say easy, but it's something that I kind of swept under the rug, was because of how normalized it was. Where? Around me. So like in school, okay. like your parents, you know what I mean? Like, okay, hey, that this is misbehaving. That's this them, is, no, no, I mean? no. Like you smack them. But remember oh, what she stop. said about mm-hmm. the difference between beating someone and spanking someone yeah. i just want you to explain how from getting spanked me, hold on a second hold yeah. on 
from getting spanked as a child at school, parents, whatever, to moving to a relationship, have you seen your parents hitting each other? That's what I want to know. Because, like, okay. how are you going to let someone that you suppose to love? Because, like, this is... But why does it have to be my parents? No, no, I, why can't it no, be my I, teachers? Why no, can't it, it be my environment? If no, if violence has been normalised... Now, let me just... This is generic, and it might sound confusing. So do ask me questions. Yeah. I don't mind. But when any form of beating has been normalised, in, in the slightest... Remember, I'm coming into this world figuring out. But how you're not someone work. who was spanked as much. For instance, I was someone it, who was smacked a lot. But, it doesn't, but, but just this is you've been spanked a lot does not. But remember, we're different people. I know. That's why I went back to DNA and I went back to genetics and the makeup of who you are as a person you're surrounded. Because you could be spanked so much, and then when you get into a violent relationship, you know it's wrong because of whatever you processed and whatever learning moment you had from your experience not everybody thinks like that so somebody like me who went into my first relationship remember the people who have symbolized love in any any type of way they they beat their children and they call it discipline period i don't think that when i went into my relationship it was one of those things that made me think he's gonna do it again i just thought Oh, that was just a moment of you were angry and maybe you were trying to teach me something. But I'm not saying it in a literal sense. Mm -hmm. I'm saying this in a like subconscious kind of way of thinking, yeah? Because for me, my mum's left the country. I'm by myself. I have no siblings. Mm -hmm. I can't go to my family because I don't know what's going on with my family. All I know is my family are moving distant towards me because of what happened with my mum moving. Mm. So I get into a relationship, this is a really lovely guy. Mm -hmm. I lose my virginity to him. Okay, now it's starting to make sense. Cause like before, it's just, I, we already established, yeah. I think logically, things need to add up for me to make yeah. it. For it to, so now that makes sense. Now mm -hmm. you've mentioned this is someone you've lost your virginity to. Yep. Your parents there's, have there's moved on. There's already, yeah, codependency yeah. there. That's the vulnerability. So I'm already naive. I'm young. Mm. Yeah, I'm not old. I'm young. I'm yeah. still a teenager. I've been in a sheltered environment. So in my head, I'm thinking, well, if he's introduced me to his family, he loves me, he cares about me, then maybe he's just angry and this is just brokenness coming out. But I That's don't know my how point. To That's why I said... I said to you, there's a point that I wanted to make, mm. that reason why that is. The thing is, you've normalized it, mm. you know? And for you to normalize it... And she already has a reason for it as well. Yes, vulnerability. The perpetrator has broken you. He's noticed that. He's and seen that about... That's what they say, they call it grooming. Yeah. It's a past of domestic abuse. What happens is, what they do is they tell you, they try to... They're supposed to manipulate your mind and tell you what what should be okay and what shouldn't be. Mm -hmm. And by the time you realize that, oh my God, I've been going through a lot, you've already gone through a lot, mm. you know. And that's yeah. what happened. So you've been you've been you've been you've been put in a box and literally turned into what's it called a circus um, animal mm. that does the bidding of the person that holds the wheel. Yeah, mm. yeah, that's what's happened. And you didn't realize it mm -hmm. until maybe one day you saw another per a new animal come into the, the the ring, and they're like they have their own mind, 
and then you're like oh my god I, this person thinks for themselves can't i i need to i can think for myself mm. now so he's told you that you can't think for yourself he's got to think for you mm. right a lot of times in abusive relationships that's what happens they 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 forget that okay this another human mm. and they want things to go their way mm-hmm. yeah and because they want it to go their way they would rather just control you into it Mm. And so they will lock, they will coerce you. Sometimes they will use coercion. Mm-hmm. And yeah. when they're coercing you, sometimes it's nice. Mm. You think it's easy. Think, oh my god, I'm doing it for myself. Don't get me wrong. You're there's, not making your own decisions. Don't get me mm. wrong. There's loads of points. There's red flags that I've ignored. Yes, but I've chosen to because in my, I think you, subconscious. I think even the timing. Yes, because the timing itself was a very vulnerable moment. I was in the darkest place because. Your mum's left the country. She's told you that she's going to sell the house. She's going to sell the car. She's telling you all these things. So, you know, I wasn't about to go to a strange country with somebody that I've never known. We don't have any family there. Like, mm. we've only known him a couple of years. I'm not about to... I don't know why, but luckily I had sense at that age. Even Where did I you go? Where sense. did your mum go? To? What country did she go to? She went... She moved to uh, Sierra Leone. The, her partner yeah. was from that country. So it was foreign to me. I don't know nothing. I don't know the culture. I don't like it. Not that I don't like it. You know, you, you're just ignorant. You know? just, yeah. I don't care. Yeah. So, so she, for me... She won't go all the way down there. Yeah. And so good. I was in my first year of college. So mm. halfway through, it messed me up because I was in the middle of college. I was studying. I was even doing... Um, work placement in a nursery with one of my friends I'm still friends with today like I was trying to move on for a better life and then she all of a sudden my um, the reason why I even ended up in a, in a very vulnerable state anyway was because my family rejected me like nobody wanted to help support me because they're thinking oh well her mom's told us that she was a troublesome teenager and this and that now she's moved to Sierra Leone and now the girl's just here on the streets and nobody nobody cared about me period nobody for those who did try to show care they went to my mom and then whatever happened there Mm. didn't work or something and and then people didn't understand how to help they just thought you know what let's just leave it because we don't understand it whatever they have their all different reasonings yeah yeah but essentially what i'm trying to say is just like how um (laughs) just like how bernice was saying um you know this is the kind of like the 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 reasons why people are vulnerable mm. and they're you know easily um, manipulated because you don't have a sense of I didn't have a sense of who I was because I was yes sixteen mm. do you know what I mean so I'm looking at my family I don't I don't even know what council tax was at that point I don't even know what rent I don't barely know how to live on my own. I didn't know how to go and look for work. I didn't know how to make money. Do you know what I mean? I didn't know what I was doing. Do you know what so the hardest thing is as well? Along, huh? Do you know what the hardest thing is as well? Yeah. Meeting someone like you in that situation and trying to make them see those things. Mm. Like, oh my God, this is what's going, this is what's happening and I'm trying to protect you from this or yeah. I can see how people are manipulating you. And immediately that person just say, no, they're not. No, they're not. Those are my friends. Oh, that's my boyfriend. Yeah, oh, that's if anything. Yeah. That, that, yeah. That, but that's the thing. Later on, later on in the relationship and even his family, some of his sisters definitely told me, like, okay, stay away from him. Like, there's say. little signs that happened in that course that I didn't, that I ignored and I chose to ignore because to me, psychologically, that's somebody that is down to ride for me 
type of thing. Like, it's somebody who's who's showing me love, who cares. Well, like, he, yeah. yeah, but there was, this is the thing. See, the this thing is Jekyll and Hyde, right? It's yeah. split personality. You've got yeah. a good side and you've got bad a bad side. side. Yeah. He's going to put his best side forward. So, of course, I'm going to appreciate his best side. When it comes to food, you're never going to let me hungry. That's a basic human need. Do you mm. know what I mean? My family are letting me go hungry. They don't care about what I'm eating. So if this person is doing, we're doing life together. That's my best friend. We do joke and laugh and hee hee ha ha. You know, we, it's not like it's completely, um, you don't go into a relationship with all these signs like it's danger, 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 danger. Do you know what I mean? There's obviously good that will keep you in there holding on to something. So for me, I saw it like that I've lost my my best friend, my mom, like my closest relationship. I'm away from my great my great grandma, my grandma, my family back home. I've got you know family spaced out all over the world, mm. and it's just me. So of course his sisters or a couple of people who would tell me stay away from him. Mm. Okay. They didn't I'm give me the full quickly. story. Oh, they would just say, "Oh, stay away." Say what do you want to say? You see, when people come and say, "Stay away from this person," mm. leave that man, leave that woman. Oh, that person's abusive. Leave them. Um, we need to stop telling people that. Because to us, when we're seeing it from our end, that person, we need to remember that the person that's experiencing this abuse, the victim, is not seeing it yet. Mm. And even if they are, they're also seeing the side that we're not seeing. Mm. That's the part that they constantly take into consideration, right? That victim needs to be the one to tell you, I want to live. If you say to them, leave, 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 your father isolating them because they don't want to hear it from you, so they will stop talking to you. Mm. So at that point, what's going to happen is they're going to constantly push them into the hands of that person mm. to the point where they could be killed. Another point that I want to make is, if you check the statistics, mm. many of the people that died because of domestic abuse mm. died when they were about to leave. Mm. And that's because... When they're about to leave, they aggravate that person. Mm. It's like the person's losing control. How am I losing control of this person? Mm. And the person I'm trying to hold on, yeah. hold on too tight mm. and kill that person. It's either that or the victim flips and kills the perpetrator. The perpetrator. Yeah, yeah, that happens a lot too. Right? Mm. So you need to let people decide, okay, I want to go. Yeah. And when I want to go, I need this help. And then you would ask them, yeah. what help, help do, you, do need? you need? Yeah. Don't say, oh, I can help you get the police, yeah. I can help you get the... Yeah. Let me what tell do you, you want me to do for you? Girl, there's a lot to unpack, especially what you just said, because people don't understand that there was... I was aware that it was wrong, because yeah. I know violence is wrong. Mm. But then in my head, I'm thinking, I don't have no family. I don't have anybody close to me like that. Exactly. Like, yeah. As in, like, They're I'm not stupid. I'm not a bad judge of character. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I don't think I would be with somebody and put up abuse if it wasn't worth it in somehow, or if I wasn't benefiting from it in yeah. some way, shape, or form. And so when I did go to, there was a time later on, the, the violence week, I had, you know, children. I mean, I, I was pregnant my situation went left as in i'm still dealing with the repercussions of it today <laughs> so essentially the times that i did reach out and i did say something to family yeah i got called pathetic what did you say to Some the people, family even though they were trying to help like i remember one time i left the house i even left my son that's how bad it was like 
I had got beaten up so bad then I think it was this back and forth back and forth I would leave come back leave come back leave come back every time I would try and leave I couldn't find nothing that matched what I was looking for so then I would go back and this is the thing is that the one I remember the one time very vividly like I, I just showed up at my uncle's door one time and I had no shoes and my face I think this there was a situation that happened prior where my face was so blown up you couldn't even recognize who I was I yeah. had been beaten severely like is this the you, same guy that you met yeah, at 17 yeah so my okay. first relationship and um I remember when I went to my uncle's house and I remember just being told you know calm like you know obviously if you see somebody in that state calm 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 you know mm. so in my head i'm thinking all right cool so i'm gonna try and start a plan here but i don't know where i'm going mm. i have no guidance whatsoever so i'm being spoken at a lot but then i still have to also deal with an issue where mm. i still had to communicate with him because it pertained to the police there was some legal um case going on and i was involved and i didn't even do anything wrong but i was involved so I still had to go and see lawyers and stuff and I would still have to go and, and see him. But I had left my son there. There was a time where I had brought my son as well. <laughs> so essentially, like, I remember when I had to go back for the legal case. I had to go and meet up with my lawyer. And when I met up with my lawyer, he was there too. And I had to take the baby with me because my son was with me. I don't know if I'm getting it mixed up, but because we've been talking anyway, I'm getting it a bit mixed up. But I remember the time. <laughs> so anyway, um, he was just saying that he didn't trust how she was because there was obviously a lot of qualities. Uh, one of our family members, there was qualities that she possessed that he started to pick up on little things. And he was like, that's not right. Why would somebody do that? Why would somebody do that? That's not right. Do you know what I mean? So he was like, I don't want you to go back there. I know you don't want to be like with me but i'm really sorry that i hurt you i'm really sorry you know that kind of thing that apology thing but i don't want my son i don't want my son to go back so i'm thinking you know what after this legal meeting i don't want to have to deal with this because we're in public and i know that you are stronger than me i'm scared of you but i know you're not going to hurt my son silly move but just take my son because i know you're not going to hurt him but you'll hurt me if i come with you Mm -hmm. so i went back to my uncle's house and then I was met with, where's your son? And I said, yeah, he's just, I don't know where they live. He's gone with his dad. Hmm. And I got called pathetic. I got called effing pathetic. By your family? Yeah, by a family member. And can you imagine? I'm effing pathetic, I'm this, I'm that. So in the midst of that conversation, imagine you're just asking me a question, where is the baby? And I say that to you and then you flip out on me. You're not my mum. You're not my, do you know what I mean? You're not somebody that, I have a tight, tight relationship. But with, this so you're is saying this to me. This is still okay. someone you came to for help. For so help. no, for I went I... to my uncle for help. Two different people. Oh, okay. So I went to my uncle for help, and even then, at the end of the day, regardless, like you said, people get spoken at. Mm. Yeah. You tell them don't stay away from this mistake. You're talking at me. How am yeah. I supposed to hear you when you're talking at me? right because now i'm feeling this energy that you're transferring 
Remember earlier when she was sorry to cut you, babe. Remember earlier when you were saying how you emotionally detached, you did the pull out method yeah, from first. right. Yeah. So please understand how long it's taking me to even leave the house. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I've been dealing with this person and this toxicness. Yeah. I, I've been trying to get out. It took me. I think the statistics that show it takes about seven to ten times or something for a woman to leave. Leave the uh, the abuser. So there's attempts yeah. seven to ten or something. I can't remember the exact statistic, yeah. but there's a lot of attempts. attempts so now I've built up the cabbage to leave, and obviously I'm saying this with so much comfortability because of how much healing I've done. Mm-hmm. But I've built up the courage, and then you're meeting me with that. You've inflicted. I felt like I felt like trash. I yeah. felt perfect. I That's felt like I felt dumb. See. I felt weak. I felt numb. Then I thought, well, you hate me. And then I thought I weighed up the situation and the, di- the dynamics in the household, and I thought, you know what? It, sometimes it. it's just an ignorant response. Yeah, like, like yeah. people don't. People just don't understand. Because I'm, I'm, I, I would honestly, if I see someone in a situation, I just want to help them. I'm not going in thinking I'm judging. I'm just saying that you're not happy, and no, I just I'm need to you. take you out. So yeah. in that, I might come across as judgy. But you can so also you say find... something judgy. Yeah, no, yes. but the no, thing, the word, so. Words are powerful. Yeah, now. you find that a lot of times, yeah, when people are dealing with this, this kind of situation, like a whole domestic abuse situation, and you're with like maybe a friend is going through it. Yeah, you find yourself saying a lot of times, "Why don't you just leave?" Mm. That is the worst I thing you can say one. to that person. Yeah, like even this thing when people like what your when you said that uncle says mm. that particular statement. If you were to look at it from a layman's view or from someone that's not. Um, educated or someone who doesn't understand the mm. dynamics of mm. domestic abuse it's a normal statement anybody else mm. that is not dealing with it will mm. be like oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And, you know obviously because the person hurts you how can you leave your child with them mm. but yeah. the logic what they don't understand is the person that the victim knows their perpetrator very much mm. and they always know where their perpetrator is going to mm. stop right so obviously she's saying to you now that she she knew that he would not hurt his son, mm. right? But the thing is, a lot of perpetrators, or would I say most of the perpetrators, when they find out that that is something they can you, hold on yeah, to, you, they start to hurt you. Yeah, he yeah. did. And that's the reason because why. that's what he did. He literally said, I don't want the said, baby to go back. And I just said, you know what? I don't want to do it this because this is just too much for me. So essentially, I would rather you just leave, go with the baby instead of doing this debate with me in public as well if i come back i know i know you are going to put your hands out on me you're gonna go because basically he was um addicted to crack cocaine right yeah it wasn't something that i knew in the beginning i didn't even know what crack was despite having bare drugs and the the baseline rape that whole scene and seeing things i didn't know what crack was physically i'd never seen it so when I, I caught him smoking one time, this was very early in our relationship, and he tried to hide it. So I just thought, hmm, maybe it's like weed, but I don't know. I don't know what it is. Like, mm. as in, I was naive in it. I just didn't extend my thinking that far. Yeah. So like she said, you know, the victim knows the perpetrator, knows exactly what he's capable of. Yeah. Some people will take that to a next level. Yeah. But, but the thing me, is, they the perpetrator keeps finding so new ways to subdue. That's the thing. Victim. His attempt mm. was. 
if he holds the baby, all he did was just hold the baby, hold mm. Nicholas, and just say, I don't want you to go back. But he was trying to persuade me to come. Yeah. He ain't going to go back home with the baby by himself. He's going to his mum's house. I know the route. I know him like the yeah. back of my hand. He's going to the mum's house. He's so going to be surrounded baby. by his sisters who have other going to drop the baby but, there. Yeah, as in like, he probably will spend time there anyway. But that's the dynamic. I understand it. If I go and he then decides to go and get high or leaves out goes for days without coming back i don't know what's gonna happen to me and i would rather not because i just had my whole face uh, like the size of an elephant mm. so i'm i'm healing so it's best for me in that moment because it was in the heat of the moment that i made that decision to to just go home yeah so now i come home and, then you tell and me that. my uncle get... my mm. uncle wasn't there it was my aunt mm. she and i <laughs> mm. but we I didn't have no issues with her in that moment but it's just how she spoke to me she projected a lot of anger and disgust like she sounded disgusted in me when she said you are effing pathetic and had and the reason why i even went there in the first place was because i felt safe with my uncle mm. i've never felt anything we didn't even know each other that long but he's known my dad you know it just felt safe yeah so I've plucked up the courage to leave and then I'm being met with this and you're the woman well, of the house. The want to go back. You're the woman mm. of the house. You're the most dominating one in the house. So if this is what you think about me, why am I staying here? Mm. Why am I staying here? But you know what I mean? So there's a whole, that's a whole entity in itself, but it was easy for me. To, I had to leave because I, I didn't know which, I didn't, word. this is bad over here, bad over there. I just took my chance with going back because in my head, I'm just thinking, well, his mum has been supportive even throughout the whole thing with the face thing. She's protected me from him. She's hide me in the house or whatever. Mm. Um, well, his mum. It's, it's, it's a weird way to say that wow. she protected me because at the same time she didn't call the police. or You know, it was a tricky one for her. It was too. still her, her alerted land with her son. Yeah, so, but she's also trying to help me at the same time because when she did find me, her and her sister, and that's a whole story in itself, when that day when they did find me and they came to the house and they saw literally i think i was downstairs we used to live in like a masonette but the the downstairs part mm. um i remember her i remember his sister the minute she saw me she burst in tears crying because she didn't recognize me and who the hell does that to someone like how do you hit someone to the point the fact where, that you realize yeah, that's your family was, member look, doing that to someone else's child where he stabbed me with a screwdriver, he cut me. There was bare things that happened, so much. So I am trying to leave. Like I had been trying to leave. Like I was. Um, what's the domestic, the national domestic helpline? Help I think line. I saw it somewhere. Yeah. Of on a bus or something or mm. on a poster somewhere. When I saw it, please believe it. Still took me a while to call the number. Like despite having access to a phone, just like it still. It was hard because I didn't know exactly how to leave. Not that I wanted to stay and cope with the yes. violence. Mm. No, you want to stay with leave. the fact that you are with people who. Uh, this is supposed to be someone who loves you. Yeah. Like I went through a whole. Even when I remember when this is how like our relationship really meant something to me because I remember when he I, I didn't tell him that my mom left the country. So he always thought that my mum was in Manchester. I just never talked about it. When he asked me first, I just said, oh, she lives in Manchester somewhere. Like, mm. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. The, when I had Nicholas, when I had my firstborn. How old were you? I was 17. Mm. So just turning 18 though. Mm. 17, turning 18. I was young anyway. And I remember he was concerned about that because he asked me, so does your mom not want to see your newborn? Like, does she not want to come? So I just had to be honest. I had to say, look, she lives in Sierra Leone. She doesn't live here. And instantly when he heard the story and I told him a bit of the dynamics of what happened at home, he went to, I didn't even go into saying everything that happened at home, but just saying that the mere fact that my mom got married and left me, that mm. angered him. He was broken by that. Like he went to go call his mom. It was like family meeting type of thing. Obviously not with the whole family, but just mm. with his mom. Like, this is bad. You know, like we have to deal with Catherine. Like as in he was, he seemed, I, I, had, I think I was still in a state of shock and mm. denial and numbness because I hadn't really deeped that my mom left. Mm. Yeah, like it was weird, but when he showed me that, and there was things along the relationship where he showed me, right, he cares about my well-being. Mm. So I trusted him on that level. And his mom too. Do you get what I mean? So it was that manipulation that we were talking about earlier, the whole uh, the way that you're already isolated in some way or it's, it's a gradual process of isolating yeah. do you know what i mean um it gives room for those type of things to happen so leaving when after that i think i hit my breaking point obviously after i came back mm. and i got the courage to call the helpline yeah when i called the helpline they told me about the refugees. That still took another, God knows, about a week or so. Yeah. <laughs> then one day, when I when they told me, oh, there's one in Wandsworth. If you're ready, you can just pick up and leave. I can't remember exactly how the conversation went, but I yeah. just remember it being Wandsworth. I wanted to go somewhere far. Mm. I was deep in somewhere near Enfield, like Southbury, that side. Like, yeah. So I'm thinking, if I go far... I'll be okay, then I won't run back. Because mm. <laughs> I need to, I'm even <laughs> trying to stay away from myself, you know yeah. what I mean? So essentially, before the refuge, I asked my mum, because something was just in the back of my mind thinking like, I can't trust that whole system entirely. You know what I mean? Like, I would be Why? on my own. So Why? I would go to family first, because police, social services, you hear a lot of things about them. You hear you know, how they can be very corrupt. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They're not all saints. Point, point blank period. Sorry, can't even get my word up. <laughs> point blank period. They're not all saints. You know, social services, they're known to take people's children away. Mm -hmm. There's the stigmas, yeah. there's stereotypes that float around. So when I did, I first emailed my mum and I said, please can I come to your house? I'm going through a domestic violent relationship. My partner's addicted to crack. I bet everything mm. but i found out did you tell point, him everything yeah did you tell her sorry and, that was 2009 so beginning of 2009 she had left the country for about a year by that point kids, right? so yeah mm. yeah so he was only like four or five months he was five months actually but no four months when i decided to start leaving yeah and then when i reached out to my mom I basically had found out that she didn't sell the house somehow. Mm. She basically lied to me and said she sold she it. Put she put tenants. Yeah, she just basically, she, she just lied 
she rented it out for someone else. But anyway, Wait, I found out. Son, how can you? How can your mother? Anyway, that's not all. Yeah, I'm looking at my own mother. But because <laughs> you have a good relationship with your mother. But no, no, no. Like leave my leave my privilege with my mom. Like I'm just thinking like the way my mother is. Like hmm, or the way I am. I have a kid and then I, hmm. my child. So, I'm yeah. not marrying no man. If my my the man doesn't want my child, he can pack your stuff and move away. So yeah, so basically I remember I reached out to her first because obviously it's a scared territory for me. Like I didn't know what I was doing going into the what did she refuge say? and helpline and all this thing. So in my head I'm thinking my mum worked in a refuge. Yeah. But then that wasn't the forefront of my mind. The forefront of my mind is my mum's got a house. If I go up to Manchester where we used to live, mm. where I went to secondary school, at least I've got like my old school friends yeah. somewhere nearby who i know people i grew up with and at least i'll be far away he won't find me yeah. i won't feel the need to just pop back just yeah. do you know what i mean like yeah i would find a way to one, like, one bus one to, bus away from i him. wanted to run away from myself too because i knew that i kept you will go back yeah, yeah. i kept on i was like kept, dependency on <sighs> so anyway um so basically yeah my mom said you can't victims love perpetrator i love him because when i tell you that he had so many good qualities he draws he's sick you can give him anything to draw pictures he'll draw you as a whole portrait he has a huge incredible talent he's a gift he's a beautiful person well-rounded person i I think that had the right setup but then went through a period where his dad left his mum, and it looks generic Mm. like oh yeah my dad just left my mom that crushed his entire world and that started to become the the okay i want to fit around these people okay i'm gonna move on the road but mm, i just i want to know hold on let's not talk give him too much light because yeah Yeah, but it's still about you still about the fact that it is a person i know i know something yeah because it still matters no because i want to know your story trying to do what make excuses for these abusive behaviors and that's that that's the very victim like sorry Mm. to say yeah it's not i'm just trying to give context no 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 matter how perfect a person they are that imperfection is too great yeah to shadow big it's a it's it's too big for that that niceness or that sweet to cover Mm. it yeah that but in 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 in, just for the purpose of obviously context it's not to justify that's the thing no. I know Catholic. that. If you didn't leave, but, but guys, guys, let's not, let's not. I'm aware. I'm yeah, aware, we know. We, well, hey, like, you're what, here. What we're doing at this point you're here. I'm, I'm, I'm to, not going to. Feel you're trying to be him. positive. So listen. Let's <laughs> say he has this good part. Yeah, yeah because it's, he it's, does. No, but like you mind said, you, people, wait, wait, wait. Before you say anything, mind you, there are people. You need to make sure that some people may, who might be listening to this, mm. they have never experienced anything like that. So you're yeah. telling them a sad story. So hence why I had to stop you and. And then from you creating this character in their head and then from nowhere you're it's talking about how person. it's a beautiful person like, they're like whoa whoa whoa, whoa. how can i feel sorry for this like person earlier, i said it's like a jekyll and hyde it's a split personality yeah so in order to be obviously aware of why i would stay you need to understand why like the type of person that was there okay. no we, we, we okay, understand let me say, let me say this really no, quickly yeah there's people no that are listening let me say this very quickly yeah, <laughs> yeah. she's talking from an emotional yeah side, she was yeah? with this person I'm talking yeah from a study <laughs> aspect i'm talking from which is learning 
domestic abuse mm. and really really being a part of it and being a champion for domestic abuse i'm a domestic abuse champion if mm. i didn't say that before um and it's very important that you see that this is the side of you know, I'm very happy that we have you here. That yeah. You, like, experience Hence it. why, literally, so when she this, got it, when she was like, this is the topic I want to talk about. And then when I was talking to you, I was just like, perfect. Literally yeah. perfect. Because it will so, balance yeah. it out. So it's really good that you're here. So you're giving us the emotional part yeah. of it. The part where, mm. you know, we see it from your perspective. Because people rarely ever see the perspective mm. of the victim. Mm. All they see is the study. Yeah. The study shows, study shows, study Statistics shows. Statistics say... And it's very it's very important that we know that a lot of times the victims make um what they hold on yeah. to is the the it's part is that part yeah. that that thing that they introduce them to mm. so i was saying before coercion mm. and grooming mm. and that is exactly what it is when a, yep. a perpetrator is going to approach you they won't yeah. approach you with, with, with an, abuse yes. yeah. no. they will approach you with a perfect life do you know a good example okay. something she said and even wait, wait, you, you said something they still continue to display hold on a, hold on a second there's something you mentioned time. earlier mm-hmm. okay not even earlier just re- very recent you mentioned how you told him about your mum and he went, his reaction yes. I, would have, I fell in love listening with to him. that story exactly so, so imagine from that him abusing you be like eh, that was a little bit yeah and then he, only just he does something really that. great and then he punches you yeah. like oh one yeah. punch yeah uh, he did this like oh my god yeah. he, he reminds it they will yep. always try to compensate yep. you works. for beating you yeah yeah and that's the thing is you see a lot of times you see when people are being abused you see a, a cheating man Mm. Yeah, he would go out of his way coming back home, buying mm. flowers yeah. and stuff just to divert yeah, your attention yeah. from the creep that he is. He's been yep. doing right. So that is exactly how it works. That's how the mind of a perpetrator works. They would pepe- They will. They would do something to you, and then they will. You see the way in rats. You know rats. Mm. Yeah. You know the way you know rat mm. mice. Mm. You know. Have you ever had a bite? Or yeah. A, they, a rat yeah. They will Literally, bite I was thinking blowing, blowing at the same. I have had this happen yeah. to me. So they will bite and be blowing. So at they're the same time. in pain, and then they're what, a rat, you. When a rat bites, a rat bite you, your yes. skin. Yeah. Oh, I've never. Me. I've never got bit by. Okay. <laughs> a rat has bitten me here. Really? Yeah. They will go and they bite you. They blow on it. So what they're doing is they hurting you if it's in pain and then you're mm. as i said point. so you yeah, don't yeah. That's how feel the it. mind of a perpetrator yep. works Definitely. so they will be hurting you and they'll be then come and huge, apologize huge, huge damages to you. yes Definitely. And then they would tell you, oh my god, I don't know why I did that to yep. you. Mm. I love you so, so much. Why did I do that to you? Basically, the make who I am as Catherine, I'm yeah. somebody who likes to I love people. Number yeah. one. Mm. Then I like to think of the reasons why behavior. Like the the you go down the psychology and the the science of the brain. I'm into all of that kind of deep, deep, deep stuff. <laughs> so sometimes I literally just go there quick thinking that most people, especially because of the kind of upbringing I had um, with my family, that's what I learned. How to love people unconditionally, right? So yeah. that's where Which I felt terribly. Mm. Right. I felt terribly because then... You need to unlearn process, a lot of things. And learn a lot of things. But it's still not a bad quality to, to love people. It's just knowing how to do relationships in a healthy way. Like, obviously, I'm not going to accept bad behavior do you understand obviously the, but you, you can't say that 
you know, loving people is something you shouldn't do in general because it just stops your blessings. Otherwise, I'll end up miserable and thinking, well, every man that, you know what I mean, comes, I'll never get married because I'm now stuck in this zone of, you know what I mean? So mm. essentially, what I'm trying to say is just who I am as a person, I'm an empath. Yeah. So I've always been like that. I've always loved children so, from well, young. If you're an empath, so then going means, into that. Sorry, you said you're an empath. If you're an empath, then that means if someone has a very negative behavior around you, you will pop a sock up on it. Yeah, you suck people's. That's so, the yeah. thing. You can you can say that you're you you love people unconditionally. Mm. That is a better one. If you say you're an empath, it means whatever the person is going. Yeah. If the person is proper, like broken an arm, one of your arms will start hurting. This is what I'm saying. But obviously, I'm learning how to manage. Find that. a balance. You get what I mean? Mm. Because you can't when you're when you're when you're growing up, you don't necessarily have a manual for life. You don't necessarily know exactly how to do certain things. It's experience mm. and acquiring knowledge and educating yourself but you know, yeah. then going through experience for you to develop that but you know what someone like you who has kids like mm. you just said something very important and it's something that i've grown to understand like in, in i used to get really angry about this i'm like how can i have guardians in my life and they didn't warn me about these things mm. that i'm meeting in life i'm like meeting a guy the first time he speaks to you and you're like weird what, why is he looking at me mm. that way oh yeah it's something to do with how say man touches you or anything really and i'm mm. like i'm sure someone else has gone through this why did why they not share this with me them. why are they you know they, yeah. it's like i'm like why do we have guardians in this world when they're not teaching so someone like you as kids mm-hmm. teach your kids these things honestly it's you it's going to be the best gift yeah. you're going to give to your kids teach them how to treat other people teach them how to behave around certain people because mm. when they notice that behavior be like mommy said this because mm. we only we only learn when we find ourselves in that situation because you can never learn something until you have to put it in practice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And everything needs discipline. Your relationships, how you manage your emotions and stuff like that, you have to be a bit disciplined. Do you know what I mean? You can't, if, if that's the case, your emotions will just run rampant. Yeah. And you just, oh, I love this person. I love that person. You can't love everybody. You can't sit, you want to help people. Okay, I'm going to become a nurse. I'm going to be a doctor. But there's going to be times where you might not be able to save everybody's life. You can't then beat yourself up about it. Do you know what I mean? There's, there's how you manage these, these. Uh, I guess it's how I manage the empathetic nature that we should all have. But again, when it comes down to, to, um, to where I am now, mm. is not where I was then. Yeah. But that's that's really amazing. Then, before before we I mean? get to now, I just want you to conclude on that story. You you contacted your mum. What did she say? Because like the story oh, just, just seems like we just left it there. That I won't be able to afford her house. She said. Well, she wanted, what, she wanted you to rent the house. She said you won't be able to afford it, so just go to a refuge. That's what your mother. Like your she mother, didn't wait, even try to. Sorry, I have to ask. Did she? What did she adopt you or something? Did she? You said she actually gave birth to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's my mum. She. She definitely gave birth. Mm-hmm. You're, you're sure that she's the one. Yeah. She's not like your dad married her. What? <laughs> what? I know you're trying to like <laughs> yeah. make sure. Girl, my mother told me that she, she that I I won't be able to afford that. How do you feel about her right now? I remember I said. Are you guys close now? Do you know what? It's been how many years? We have had the worst relationships. What's your relationship like In now? Mom. Now there's healing going on right now and so it's very new talking. it's very new you We're guys are talking page my mom has been going Have through her that? own stuff ah. mm. did you, tell her, did you did. tell her that ma 
Like, so basically, bad, bad, bad. No, I've been saying this for years, mm-hmm. but she was emotionally dead. She didn't care. She wasn't. I've been trying to express my pain. As you can see, I'm somebody who talks a lot. Like mm-hmm. to even take you, you to the place. I want. I want you to feel. How I picture. Do you know what I mean? Like I really want you to. Um, the deepness of who I am. I've been trying to obviously express the pain that I went through to my mom for years, but got ignored, got dismissed just got rejected in any shape form you can think of and obviously she's in um sierra leone mm. so she's so, still there yeah i already had an issue with her even having a partner already because i've never had a man in the house mm. so i used to communicate that and say i don't like this like i don't feel safe like i, I don't she didn't care <laughs> so i don't she obviously now i'm learning about my mom understanding why she is the way she is what she's been through because i didn't know anything about my mom's life before I was born. All I just knew is when we came over here, this is your uncle, this is your this is my sister, that's there's so many blurred there's so many blurred lines. We don't talk about nothing emotional and I'm a very emotional person. I mean where you at now? Essentially where I'm at now is I'm at a place where I have I have learned a lot about what I need to work on, mm. which I hadn't been working on all this time, which was myself. That's amazing. Because essentially living alone and living apart from my children, my children live with my family, but living apart from them has broken me. And I thought that's what I needed to fulfill me. Mm. But I didn't realize that what, you know, when you love so hard, it's so easy to, define that by what's surrounding you Mm. so i had to look inwardly because i kept on there's things that have been going up and down and fluctuating in my life that i'm still i know that i'm still healing is it does not end like it keeps going you you go through life things happen you're still healing yeah you could still be healing from things from your childhood up in your 30s and 40s healing is a process that's constant it never stops that's recovery yeah Mm. yeah and so I, the place I'm at now is I need to learn how to be alone, mm. be content with who I am, mm. accept who I am, accept all of these experiences that have happened, these traumatic things that have happened, and now start to forgive myself. And don't let them define you. Exactly. But also learn how to move forward. Because mm. who I was before, all of this happened. I always ask myself, who was I before trauma? Like, who was I before family dysfunction and rejection? Who, who was I before I believed in rejection? I feel like you need to go like, back to that. You know what I mean? You need to go back to that same person before you met the person. Bef- you, you mem- but that's a different person. You need to go back, you need to, go back to your bubble. <laughs> That bubble. Yeah, no. you, you see the bubble. Yeah, and, and yes, connect with bubble. that person in that bubble. bubble that's yeah. the thing is that that's where you. I've it. been doing that whilst also handling my situations with my children, with family, with this police authorities, domestic violence, whatever you can think of. My situation has just gone worse and worse ever since the family dysfunction from the home. Mm. So after the recovery process and the healing process and what I've done moving forward is like okay, let me go on. Let me go on with life now. Because mm. now I know all the things that I should be cautious of when it comes down to my inner circle. Because everything that happened was about my inner circle. So now I'm in a place of where I'm forming and learning how to do relationships. Forming healthy relationships mm. around me. That's why I practice forgiveness. And that's why, you know, like we, we were talking about the whole thing of 
but before you before you hold on hold on hold on we are finalizing with literally but before you practice uh, forgiveness you need to practice having um environment where it's unacceptable for people to step out line for no reason why are you stepping out line because you don't you then don't get to up yeah thank you that's the word this is the thing when i boundaries come before relationships forgiveness that that should well as you know maybe i should use the actual terms but essentially that's what i mean is working from the ground up but from the inside out because it's not about from the outside in because i can't wait till everybody else fills me up i gotta fill me in and i gotta learn with whatever i have in here and build from there and i want to be okay i want to be sufficient i want to be self-sufficient i want to be interdependent i want to learn who Catherine is you know, everything in my life has always been about other people. You know our culture. Yeah. In Uganda culture, in Uganda and Rwanda, everything is about other people. How you look, how you dress, what school you went to, what uni, what type of person you are. Everything's about how other people we'll think see. of you. Yeah. How other people see Assume you. It, yeah. And I have never, since childhood, mm. since I moved to this country, I have never had the time to focus on me. Okay, so, so now that I have the children living apart from home, I have the time, if that makes sense. Mm. Okay. I have the time. In order to be a healthy mum, I have to be a healthy me first. Yeah. I think when it comes to the terms that I'm using, they're generic. Do you know what I mean? And I'm saying generic things, and then, you, then I have to keep explaining. Well, the thing is, the way my brain works, I'll, I'm, I'm the type of person that asks questions. You tell me something I don't understand, what does that mean? I've asked what does that mean to everything even if but it's something it. small moving I'm like what does that what mean I'm trying to explain that, moving f- yeah yeah always That's ask what, what does that mean but you yeah. know what I'm I'm really proud of you your journey what you've what you're doing taking mm. the steps even though like, it's going to be hard like honestly it's going to be hard mm. and also be okay with losing friendships because mm. when you surround yourself with negative people yeah. when you have a journey you have a vision that vision is going to get blurred by the yeah. people you're surrounded mm-hmm. with so know that if something happens that you know it's not right yeah that person goodbye like right now maybe you'll find me in the future mm. right now it's just not working out mm. hey miss yeah. I, any final thoughts yes i've got final words listen i'm just trying to be a baby girl uh-huh. i just want to relax and be taken care of uh-huh. that's literally what i want i just want to relax like life shouldn't be this hard mm. and that is what i'm trying to implement i'm literally all i want is peace mm. and if i find people that give me peace i'm cool like i don't need all of them forced relationships I don't want to force friendships. Mm. We don't have to see each other every day. No. We don't have to to talk. Sometimes, the one one time we speak, it might be that blast. We just talk about about everything. Mm. Even my best friend Mm. needs to understand that, man, we are all growing. Mm. And sometimes all we just need is just space for each person to To grow grow. in Mm. their own space. Because when you constantly have people in your space, you don't get time to grow. Mm. Because you're constantly... You know, you know. Imagine a tree in each other's pockets. Yeah, imagine a tree that's trying to grow, and there's another tree by the side. They will propagate in each other's space. Mm. So people just need space to grow Mm. and just be themselves. You see, Mm. and I just feel like people need to accept people more Mm. for who they are. Who they are, yes. And not expect them to fit a particular Mm. bracket. You see. Yes. <laughs> you see when you know when you meet people i've always said when someone shows you something about themselves believe, believe it, it. Mm. 
It's them. Believe it. There's because a reason don't why. Don't make an excuse mm-hmm. for it. Believe mm-hmm. it. And that's why I said to myself, I was so stupid being expecting someone to change who mm. they are. But no one taught you that. Nobody taught me. I learned you had it to myself. learn. Yeah. And at the end of the day, you just find so, you just find yourself things that you never really had. You had to ask someone to do. Somebody else is just doing it. Mm. And then you, you 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 pause and you look at you like. Yeah. I don't even have to say anything. Yeah, or you then, w- find you, people that treat you better. You're like, oh, do you friends do this? Yes. I thought and you had to ask. You know, when I made this statement to my, my, my current boyfriend, I said to him, I said, oh, you're just doing like, the things that you do mm. for me. Mm. I've had to ask people to do this. Mm. I've had to request for it. I've had to remind people, but you just do it. And he asked me what and what. I couldn't really write it out or tell mm. him this, 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 that. But it's just the, it's just a range of stuff. Mm. You know, when the, a lot of people think that you're comparing relationships, but you're not comparing. You're comparing your experience yeah. and what you actually want. Sometimes when you meet people, you mm. think this is what you want. But then eventually when you realize that this is not what I actually want is someone that will just give me peace mm. and someone that will just make me feel myself. Mm. Yeah. You need to be happy when you're with the person. Yeah. That's all you want, right? Yeah, Both family, friends, relationships, anywhere you are, mm. work. You want somewhere that when you walk into the place, you just whole. You're yourself. Mm. You don't have a need to pretend to be something you're not. Yeah. You, don't have, you don't have a need to start you know acting up or being you know you just it's you but you also might find that people that are not used to someone who's confident irritates them because i've come well, across that or i've batted them. heads with people hey, i know that's I up to them care. but like sometimes you need to be aware like this yes, person course, is not mad all... this person is mad at the fact that i'm being confident yes. or i'm speaking out about a situation that they wish they spoke about yeah so yeah when i meet people like that I just tell them that i'm sorry for you <laughs> and that's the thing that's yeah. where i am yeah. at mm. I'll, just, I'll just tell you something I have, yeah i've, I've dealt with so much persecution that i can't even care what people think no more do you get I so sometimes know. when i'm speaking i know already what i'm gonna be faced with yeah. i know the different type of mindsets that are out there i think that's a reason mm. why i said do you know how many people victim when... there's so many people that are victim blame there's so many people who think that all of a sudden they're a psychologist because they read a couple of things on the internet there's yeah. so many mm. people that have so many opinions so it's like like you said protecting your story brother i am the only person who gets to tell my my story, story. there you go and all no one else and I, you know when you face that when you face that and you get to a place of like okay Anyway, you know and also accepting that it's not yeah. always the other person. Yeah, you also have certain faults. Yeah, like in my previous relationship, I don't, I didn't have any faults. People of God, I did not have any faults. Mm. Actually, I did. <laughs> my faults were that she was anime. I was, I was stupid. Yeah, mm. like literally, when you're telling that to someone, they'll be like, "How did you not see that? How did you mm. not see that? Are you mad?" Like when you asked me. Wait, how long ago? How long ago was this? And you found out that yeah. and we're still there. Why, yeah. why, 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 why? And then by the time you realize, oh, that's true. Listen, whether right. you do good, whether you do bad, yeah. people judge you. Regardless. But yeah, anyway, anyway, everybody, enjoy your life. Yeah, life is just only Guys, that's fine. Guys, thank you so much for listening to um, today's Thanks episode. Thanks to Catherine and Benice for joining me. And yeah, check TGO. us out. TGO, TGO Podcast. <laughs> that's good. Bye. Bye. Bye.